so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't it be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, I my God.
Who's going to win the election? I know. I voted for them. <laughs> I love saying that. But anyways, hopefully everyone has had themselves a wonderful day. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Yeah, I'll be so glad when the election is over with. And then we got to prepare for 2016. So they're already talking about it now. Who's going to jockey in and be, you know, one uh, to run? It's like, let us get done with this one, please. It's like I'm just, you know, I'm sure everyone else is too. It's like I'm just tired of hearing about, you know, from either side, you know, <clears throat> so much negativity, so much uh, uh, anger, and it's like, mm, you know. But that's politics for you. It's big business. They spend, you know, can you imagine? We could end poverty alone in this country if we took all the money between, uh, you know, the primaries and the election itself and put it to use to help the poor people in this country. We wanted to have a poor, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately we have upper, middle, and low class poor people. So we wouldn't have to worry about it if we took all that money and distributed it and took care of people in need. We wouldn't have to worry about it. We wouldn't have to worry about, oh, well, I'll create more jobs. Okay, take all the billions of dollars just spent on the ad and create the jobs. Start a company, start business or whatever, and create the jobs. There you go. Put your money where your mouth is. doesn't happen that way, though. <clears throat> it's getting uh, worse and worse every year, and... You know, it's just uh, crazy, but we do all we can to just go ahead and send out lots of love to whoever wins it, and hopefully that, uh, you know, the people who voted for the loser can manage to uh, wait four more years and try to get somebody in that they do like, and we pray that those who voted for the winner can have compassion for those who are upset. So, because, uh, you know, that's what we, we need right now with this energy shift. We need some compassion in this country. We need some understanding. Lots of craziness coming on because, um, scary, Mercury is going into retrograde. Uh-oh. So, we're going to have ourselves a phenomenal show. You're not imagining it. It is our early show. And it's daylight savings time. Crap, just threw me in for a tizzy because I'm like... Uh, okay, wait a minute. You know, and my poor dog, he's he's off on his time. So he looks at me and I'm like, I know you're an hour early. But to him, he's like, no, I'm right on time. So, but it's fun. Anyways, we have ourselves the one and only, the master psychic, Bell Salisbury. Hello, Bell. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm doing wonderful now that we have you back on the show again. Yes, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, it has been. So what have you been up to? Oh, working on our magazine, of course, and um, I'm uh, getting, I actually am a part of a wonderful opportunity. It's the World Visionary Summit that's coming up starting the 12th of November, and um, I'm one of 26 psychics that was able to take part in this summer, on this summit, rather, and it's a free summit. How cool is that? Wow, that is cool. Yeah, it runs um, from Monday, November the 12th to Friday, November the 16th, and my particular segment airs on November the 13th on a Tuesday. It should be very interesting. Yeah, it is. It's it's um, Like I said, it's got 26 um, psychic mediums, and the summit focuses on 
um, learning how to connect to your departed loved ones and how to enhance your own intuitive gifts. And how can everyone um, listen in or watch this? Or Well, for one, you can go to my webpage at bellsalisbury.com, or excuse me, yeah, bellsalisbury.com, and I have a banner on the on the website there. You could also go to bellespree.com, which is our magazine, and scroll towards the bottom. There's a great big old banner there. If you click on the banner, it will take you right to the site where you can register, and you must register ahead of time. But it's incredible. I mean, you and, and just by registering for the event, you actually get a free gift. Oh, cool. Yeah, and every segment, every one of the 26 psychics is offering something free. Well, that's good. We'll have to yeah. check, definitely check that out. Absolutely. It's it's a definitely do not miss. It, it's, it's, you know, you can't, you can't excuse free, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's no excuse for it. It's just like um, the Deep Chop Copra, I, I can't pronounce his name. He's doing a 21-day meditation challenge, and it's free. Oh yeah, yeah. So anytime anything is free, it's like I'm I'm all for it. It's like give it a try. I'm all in. I'm all over it. You bet. <laughs> uh huh. Especially when you have all the different psychics and all, and doing all this wonderful stuff, and then you're going to be part of it. So. Uh, yeah, I was quite honored to be invited. And you know, uh, Michelle White Dove is one of them. Um, gosh, I, I can't even remember all the names. Um, but 26 of us. How incredible is that? Wow, that's going to be a phenomenal. It, it, it is. It's the first annual. It's the first one that they've done with many more to follow. And so, again, be sure to check out my website, bellsalsbury.com, and the banner is right there on the right-hand side of the page. Click on that banner. It will take you right to the place where you want to sign up. Cool. Now, is this all uh, done online? It is all done online, absolutely. And you'll um, each day there is a different psychic being featured. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, you definitely you want to check it out. Cool. And uh, so, what are you what are you going to be doing on your segment? On my segment, I talk about um, life on the other side. It's always interesting on the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we talk a little bit about me. You know how I started and um, when I first realized about my gifts and. Uh, the book, of course, um, that, that I'm working on called We Never Left You. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, then, of course, our, our experiences on the other side. What happens to us when we transition to the other side? Yeah, so many people uh, feel it. You know, it's like um, I've had some people say, oh, well, you know, there's nothing that happens here. It's like, no, we have things to do there. And you're like, oh, it's just not all rest. And it's like, no. You have a life there, you know. You, you no, have life exists there just the same as it does here. You know, yeah. we have things that we do, and the cool thing is is that we don't need money over there. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> we manifest, and we can travel at the speed of thought. Yeah, which is wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, speaking of mediumship, I'm going to be taking a class and actually learning how to do dark room mediumship. Oh, how interesting is that? Now, what is dark room mediumship? Uh, <clears throat> Got to learn more about it, which is why I'm taking a class on it. Because what mm-hmm. happens is, though, you uh, darken out the room and just have just like a candle lit or a red light, mm-hmm. and you go ahead and do the mediumship. 
uh, and sometimes, you know, I guess, you know, you have trumpets, uh, trumpets or other objects there, and they, exactly. they can levitate the exactly. whole bit. I've so, seen where a trumpet has been levitated and blown. Yep. And so, it's spirits that's doing it. It's not, you know, somebody yeah. sitting in the room with levitational abilities. It's literally spirit because <clears throat> when it blew for us, you know what a trumpet sounds like when you blow it, right? Yeah. It, the spirit that was blowing it obviously didn't know how to blow a trumpet, and it went, <laughs> it was just <Yep>. funny. <laughs> it was it was awesome. So, oh, I, I want to hear about it after you take the course. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. And I'm also going to be having uh, a friend of mine teach me um, trans-channeling. You know, I had the opportunity to train for that. And um, the thing that, well, not to say that I'm a control freak or anything, but I want to be the only one in control of this body. <laughs> yeah, well, I've heard, though, that you can still be in control you can, of your body. Exactly. You you can still trans-channel uh, being in a trance state and have spirit speak through you. But then there is a um, a deeper trance channel where spirit will make use of your body. Even your facial expressions will change to accommodate that of the spirit that's speaking. You know, So it's kind of like you sort of step aside and let the spirit step in. And uh, and that was the one that I wasn't comfortable with. You know, I was like, hmm, I'm not thinking I like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure because I know the. Uh, for what it was uh, a fear I, thing. Yeah, it was a fear yeah. thing on my part. Yeah, you know, I'd probably be the same way because I actually had a spirit one time when we were doing a séance that wanted to go ahead and come through me. Mhm. And I felt like you know felt it happening, and I'm like, oh no, uh, you're not using my body. Go away, go away. Yeah. You know? Get back! Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, so I, you know, I'll be learning more about it and everything else. Uh, but speaking of, you know, when your face changes and everything else too, is um, you can actually, if you go ahead and do it, um, actually it's with ectoplasm. Yes, it is. It is. So it could be interesting, and um, and I've had quite a few people saying that I should do that because of uh, being at the center. I think you could, and I think you would be. I think it'll come much easier for you than you probably think. Yeah. So, and, and you know, like, oh. a lot of times when we're doing mediumship readings, we're channeling. You know, we're just hearing it come in, and we're giving it as quickly as it comes in. Yeah, and I've actually had uh, this is a first for me. This past Thursday, mm-hmm. had a wonderful gentleman here. It's his first time there. Um, we got this woman who's handing out business cards all over the place. She's handed out hundreds of them everywhere. And got this gentleman to come in, and he's interested in spirituality the whole bit. And he told me, he said, you know, I, guess, I don't know if you've ever been told this. He goes, you have a phenomenal voice. He says, I've been to events before, you know, uh, you know, seminars, the whole bit, where people's voices carry. Mm-hmm. Yours definitely carries, which is which is great. He goes, but I have never experienced this before. I'm like, well, what is it that you experienced? He goes, at one point, he goes, it sounded like your voice was coming from behind me, above me, and on the sides of me all at the same time. Wow. He goes, and I know you're not, you know, you're not using a microphone or anything else because that's just your voice carrying. He goes, oh, and I asked a woman on the side of me, and she said, yes, yeah, she was hearing it too. Wow, how cool is that? So and they said mostly it was when um, when I had a you know a spirit when I was uh, relaying a message for a spirit 
They said is when my voice seemed to carry. When I was given a regular message for someone not describing a loved one or a friend who was crossed over, they said your mm-hmm. voice is normal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I said, yeah, I said, I've never been told that before. I said, I didn't realize that, you know, it sounds like my voice is coming from every, you know, from the whole room, from everywhere. When I'm, you know, getting a message and describing somebody who's in spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to, to doing the dark room and the uh, trans channeling. Yeah. Be a lot I was going to ask you, have you noticed... Uh, 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 an increase in spirits crossing over this year. Have you noticed that at all? Um, yeah, I'd have to say, uh, yeah. There's a lot more, uh, a lot more people <laughs> to be crossing over. Well, you know what was what was interesting is, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> What's it's interesting. It's a challenging experience for me. Is you knew about my father passing away a month ago, and two weeks later, my uncle passed away. He was found dead in his home, you know, natural causes, but he was found dead in his home. And then two days ago, we get a call that my brother's older sister um, is on life support and not expecting to live much longer. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Uh, I'm so sorry to hear all that. You know, they're challenging, you know, but, I mean, I see it in a different light. You know what I mean? I see it as, you know, this is opportunity, you know, to um, to be able to connect with them and and see them in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been a very interesting time uh, time of year for sure. And, um, you know, a Even couple of weeks year, back. This, yeah. This whole year has been very different the energies are very different and it's it's truly all about the year of change yeah and um and a year first too because uh you know i had an opportunity and you know i feel blessed to have been able to do this is um two members of the congregation uh sisters uh one of them was disabled so her other sister was you know we bring her in and um and a whole bit and she was a real sweetheart well, she had a seizure, and uh, she, her sister called me over, and it's like you know she's over at the hospital. You know they're running, they're going to be running tests to you know to see what's going on with her. She's not responsive. So it was interesting. I walked up and and I told her, I said, mm, you know, I said I'm, I'm hearing a message from her. I said that, you know, she's brain dead. Mm-hmm. And when I went there and saw her in person. <clears throat> And I told her, I said, oh, yeah, so she's, you know, she's attached to here. I said, but she's playing in the hallway running up and down because she was confined to a wheelchair for about the past year. And I said, you know, I said, she's running up and down in the hallway and she's having a good old time. And so they, you know, she's like, yeah, well, they're, you know, they're saying it's it's possible that she's, you know, you know, that she is brain dead. They haven't gotten any results. And a nurse was in there at the time. And I said, yeah, I said, she's, she's definitely brain dead. She's, she has no activity. So when the doctors came in later on that night and they got the results back from the tests and they told her, it's like, yeah, she's got no activity at all. The nurse just looked at her. She's like, wow, how did that guy know that? Yeah. She's like, well, he's a psychic medium and my been talking to him. So during the whole time, you know, I'm helping her to understand because she was like, you know, she hated machines. She hated, you know, IVs and all. Uh, but she knew she was going to be an organ donor. She's like, okay, that's fine. 
She said, I have no use for them anyways. She says, but I just want them to go ahead and, and get me off this machine so I can finally be free. Yeah. So the, the the staff was wonderful about it. You know, they were like, "All right, what's she saying now?" I said, "Oh, she's having fun. You know, she thinks you know you need to do this, you need to do that." And they're like, "How do you know that?" I said, "Because she's telling me, <laughs> you know, telling me stuff, you know, about what's going on behind the desk and all." And and they're just amazed at it. And it's like, "Okay, how do you know?" <laughs> so and um, you know, one technician, I guess he was not too much of a believer. And he came in, and I told her, I said, well, I'm going to get going, Cheryl. I said, now I said, you know, don't be playing with the computers here, I said, or anything, or turning on any alarms. I said, because, you know, you're going to scare people. I said, and they don't need that right now. Just just then an alarm went off. And the guy looked at me, and his mouth dropped. <laughs> I started laughing. I said, now, now. I said, don't be teased now. I said, you have to behave yourself. So but the guy was like, the guy was just, you know, you know dumbfounded. And um, she didn't do, I asked the nurses, I said, so did you have any computer problems all night? They're like, no. I said, okay, good. They're like, but usually we do sometimes. I said, yeah. I said, that's spirits. They play with the computers. I said, we told Cheryl not to do that because we didn't want you to be afraid because she was on the borderline of not being able to be a donor. Oh, wow. And, uh, because there's certain guidelines you have to fit. Right. And um, they said all of a sudden in the middle of the night, you know, her, you know, stats improved and. They were able to go ahead and um, proceed with it, but it was a long time. And finally, um, you know, I was waiting in the um, waiting area, and she's like, "Are they almost done? Are they almost done?" I said, "Yeah, but just hang in there, honey." I said, "It's not going to be any time soon." And a little while later, and um, you know, I heard a big uh, shout out. It's like, "I'm free! I'm free!" <laughs> and about ten minutes later, the doctor came out and he said, "It's all done." I said, "Yeah, I know." So, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, and it's amazing. It's an amazing experience yes. to to be able to be there during that transition, and um, and then to be able to communicate with them and see their excitement at being free. Yeah, you know, and usually you see them with you know where they're you know a little confused and everything else, but she was mm-hmm. uh, you know still attached to the body. Right. While it was being kept alive, and you know, and all of a sudden she's you know just jumping for joy and all, and she's like, you know, look at my pretty new feet, and you know, I'm having a wonderful time, and I want to go and, and explore, and you know, so she went visiting family and and other friends, and you know, even at the memorial service, I started laughing, and I'm like, excuse, I said, I'm sorry, and I was, uh, they were playing some music and all, and um, so she's like, oh, you see it too? I said, yeah. I said, she's over there dancing. And the other family members was like, yeah, that would be her. It's like she'd, you know, when she was able to walk, she would be dancing and twirling around. And I said, that's what she's doing. So she's twirling around, having a good old time. And so it, it was, uh, you know, a joy to be able to go ahead and do that. And that was uh, a first for me to um, to be able to communicate with the spirit while the body was still alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I was with my father before, on the day he passed, you know, I was able to be there like like your friend you know, he was pretty much gone. He was just being kept alive by machines, and, and I was able to hear him communicating. Yeah, it's a wonderful experience. It is. It's sad. It's bittersweet, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. You know? And then the hard part, of course, is, you know, having a family that really doesn't buy into what I do, and um, and, and I honestly believe that with his passing, 
it opens so many doors for my family because <clears throat> now they're saying, have you talked to Dad? Yep. What's Dad had to say, you know? Or my mom would say, have you talked to your dad? Have you seen him? You know, and um, so they're very curious and, you know, very um, learning now what I do. So they go to you. It's like, oh, does he forgive me on this? And Does he forgive me on that? And... <laughs> yeah, and you know what was interesting is um, – um, I did a I do a radio show during the morning. Uh, it's like a roundtable talk show, and there was a gentleman from the UK who had um, been a part of the show. And just out of the blue, he calls out to me and he says, "Bell, are you here?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm here." And he so he goes, "I have a message for you." And I said, "Oh, wonderful!" And he goes, "I have a grandmother who belongs to you. She's the one that had the hip problems. Well, I knew exactly who he was talking about. My father's mother." And I said, "Yes." And she goes, "He goes, she's wanting you to get get busy on your book. You need to get that done." And I'm like, "No," oh. because <laughs> I had been sloughing off on it. And then he said, and he didn't even know me, so he didn't know my father had just passed two weeks before. <clears throat> and he says, "I have a message for you from your father." And I'm like, oh, okay. And he said, your father would like you to know. He says, I am so sorry, and I am so proud of you. And and I knew exactly what he meant because my father was, you know, not sure about what I did, and, and I'm sure they didn't, you know, um, buy into it well. But now he was at a place where he saw, and he knew what I did, and he was sorry for the judgment, if you will. <clears throat> and then to be able to say, I'm so proud of you. I cried. I'll admit it. Bald right there on the show. <laughs> That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> no, it's not. Bell is human. <laughs> yep. So, but uh, it's going to be an interesting time of year coming up. That's for sure. Yeah, it is. You know, how did you fare with the Hurricane Sandy? Uh, we just got, so, uh, well, being that we're uh, towards the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Uh, we just got a lot, you know, we got um, a lot of wind mm-hmm. uh, because of the high pressure system and then the low in the in the ocean, you know, creates the, um, you know, the windy conditions. And that's pretty much what we got from her and, you know, a little bit of showers once in a while, but nothing, yeah, uh, nothing at all. Us. Same with us in North Carolina. We got, you know, a lot of heavy wind, you know, um, probably 60 mile an hour winds or thereabout, and, um, but just little sprinkles of rain and we were expecting to get you know really torrential because i'm only an hour from the gulf you know from uh, wilmington yeah <clears throat> and uh, we just didn't get that much and you know so i knew that it was it was going to be pretty hard on you know the northern eastern coast and, and uh, they've been in my prayers ever since and now they've got a nor'easter hitting them on wednesday i know it's like oh my gosh i know uh, my one of my uh usual co-hosts arlene yes She's in uh, Pennsylvania, oh, and she's been right. without power actually for a week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, before and the storm hit, she lost power. And even with this nor'easter, it's going to take out more power because in some cases they're getting these torrential rains, and in other cases, more northern, they're going to be getting a lot of snow. And this winter is going to be um, – I, I've been calling it a, a very tough winter, but what I see is that um, people who aren't accustomed to the colder weather or snowy conditions are going to be experiencing that this year. Yeah, we're going to be uh, definite extremes, and you know how we had the, the flooding from here. We're going to have a couple other times in New York's going to get flooded. Yes, it is. 
You know, unfortunately, and, and what they need to do, I'm, I'm so surprised with all the storms up in that area that they haven't done this before. But I know Little Rhode Island, what they did was years ago, after they got um, hit by a hurricane, and I believe it was in the 60s mm-hmm. uh, or even earlier than that, they got hit by a hurricane and the whole downtown Providence area was under six, seven feet of water. Holy cow. So... Because, uh, you know, going ahead, and I, actually, I think there was one storm that was actually uh, worse than that. But, I mean, you go into downtown, you see on the old buildings, you know, flood level was <laughs> this hurricane. And what they went ahead and did was they built a hurricane barrier. You've got these huge domes that encircle the downtown area right along the waterfront. And every once in a while, they go ahead and test it, and it opens up. And they actually put these doors that go across and lock into place, creating a wall. And to go ahead and do for the storm surge, they actually have this, this huge, um, like a C-shape. And it's up in the air. Uh, but what that does is it goes ahead and they lower it down to go ahead and block the water from fl- uh, flowing into the bay. Well, that makes sense. So go ahead and they call it, um, you know, the hurricane barrier. And it stops to saw storm surge. It basically built a wall around um, around the city. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it's like okay, you're going to be right a couple of feet, you know, from sea level, and you got subways right there. It's like hello, build a wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've just, been, you know, we've been sending them a lot of prayers and encouraging folks in that area to not, you know, not give in to the energy of desperation and, you know, fear, but to take this as an opportunity to grow through it, unite together with one another, and rebuild. You know, see the blessings in all of this. Yeah, and, um, you know, a lot of people are seeing some of the blessings, and, um, yeah. you know, we got to keep on sending out the energies because there's whole, you know, towns that are completely gone. Know. And, you know, the scary part, a lot of people here in Florida are talking about is, that was only a Category 1 hurricane. Exactly, just a 1. And I think that's why a lot of people decided not to evacuate was because, ah, it's just a 1. Yeah. You know, what can it do? But they and didn't, didn't consider the, that it met with a low system that created a superstorm, even though the wind velocity was only a 1. Yeah, and it, it grew in such big um, size what was that, it they said? A thousand mile wide? Yeah. So How you think five hundred miles out into the ocean of all this high wind, you know, mm-hmm. eighty, ninety mile an hour winds, all pushing all that water. You bet. So it's creating a huge storm surge, and that's what happened. You know, because it was just you know you figure you got five hundred miles or more of all the waves just. Constantly coming to shore and hitting. That's why the boardwalk got demolished. That's why, you know, New York uh, subways got flooded with, you know, up to some places 30 feet of water. Right, right to the roofs. Yep. So, uh, you know, and that's what happens when you get a storm to size. And scientists are saying, it's like, you know, this is just the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it is. It truly is. I mean, this winter is, is really going to be a tough one, you know, for us to endure. And, and Spirit's message has always been, you must not embrace the fear, but you must be able to put out the positive thought. And you know, and I know it's hard when you're in the midst of it to not 
be frustrated or fearful, but most definitely, you know, keep that positive energy and those those prayers and blessings going because they do make a difference. Yes, they definitely do. Mm-hmm. So, and um, you know, we just got to constantly keep uh, remembering that um, you know they need the the prayers and all, and there's going to be more. You know, more calls for supplies, more calls for clothing, batteries, food, uh, everything else. Exactly. Spirit had stated that that the best way to alleviate the discomfort of these events is to be prepared. Keep water on hand. You know, um, a lot of people couldn't purchase water because they didn't have the money to. But if you buy a case every time you go to the grocery store and put it aside, keep it there, you know, buy, you know, non-perishable foods, you know, your flashlights, your candles, you know, yep. even a generator if that's what you need. You know, m- methods or means of being able to, to you know, survive without the luxuries that we have become all too accustomed to. Yes. I mean, you know, when you get a chance, like you said, you know, you know, stock up on the water. I know right now mm-hmm. it's like um, Publix. They've got like three cases of water for $10. Oh, that's a good price. Yeah. So and sometimes you know you can get the same thing over at um, uh, at like a Winn Dixie or some of the other mm-hmm. supermarkets. You know, it's like buy two get one free. Now we pay roughly. Um, I think it's I, if I'm not mistaken. Sometimes we can get it at like two sixty nine a case, and that's twenty four yep. to a case. You know, or I think it's right around five dollars a case, depending on the, the store and whatnot. But yeah, because um, I was going to say the the Winn Dixie. Um, you know, one of the chain stores down here is. We have it. Yeah, uh, you know, you can buy them for like um, you buy two, get one free, and if mm-hmm. you have the Winn Dixie card, they're like two dollars and change a case. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's what I, you know, because we we always buy by the cases for the center, so we have the bottled water there. Um, but you know, grab them. You know, when you get the extra ten dollars or something, um, you know, grab a, uh, some of the water there. You know, stock up on it when it's on sale. Or if you have to, buy one of the filters and filter your water. You bet. Because imagine, you know, with with all of the flooding and such there in the northern states, you know, their water is undrinkable. Yes. For a a long period it had been undrinkable. You know, and uh, I I saw on the uh, news where people were looting, and and I I asked myself, were they looting out of greed or were they looting out of need? You know, were they looting water and food, or you know, what were they taking? Well, I you think know, it's for... it was a combination. Some people were looting the um, you know the water and food, but at the same time, they're also getting greedy, so they can go ahead and and you know hoard it. Yeah, well, you know, shame on them if that's the case. Shame on them, period. But you know, um, if we prepare, if we go with the mindset of preparedness. And, you know, even if you're buying a, a, a box of non-perishable food every time you go to the store, one extra, and put it aside, you know, you're not going to go hungry. <clears throat> we have a lot of oatmeal in our storage just yep. for that purpose, you know, I mean, because oatmeal is filling. Yep, and the same <laughs> thing with um, with rice. You know, buy rice, rice in bulk exactly. and save that, and you can go ahead and uh, have that made as well. Exactly. All you need is water and you don't have to have butter and sugar, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it tastes good when you do. Uh, and even if you, if you have to, even go ahead and get the, um, you know, the low sodium um, chicken broth. Yes, for flavoring. And go ahead mm-hmm. For flavoring and cook your rice that way. And make sure that you've got packed away 
you know, your um, utensils. You know, make sure you have silverware and can openers if you're buying canned goods. Yeah, and stuff. a manual can opener. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, have these things ready and, and pre-packed, so to speak, so that if you do have to evacuate, it's all right there. You don't have to go through a tizzy of gra- grabbing stuff. It's all right there. First aid kit, change of clothing, you know, yep. medicines, whatever you need that's extra, pack them, pre-pack them, and have them ready. Yeah. And what people, and, and I've been doing uh, as well, is we forget to go ahead and do our little emergency kits. No matter where you live, there's always a reason to have an emergency supply kit. Absolutely. We forget about our pets. Yes, don't forget your pet food and your pet meds and you know and uh, you know have your you know your uh, papers you know put your you know your papers that they've had the shots and everything else put them with your legal papers. You bet. You know, your insurance you papers and also this way you can go ahead and prove all those. You know, and uh, and you know, have your pet supplies, have some extra someplace, and your your treats for them, and the toys for them, uh, because so many people forget about it, and they're like, uh, okay, well, you know, that's how you have so many during the storms that people let the pets go because they're like, I can't afford to feed them. Exactly, exactly. So it's when you're being prepared, it, there's less fear because you're not as stressed. Yep. So, and and I've learned, you know. Being down here in Florida for so long, it's like, you know, pack up the dog food, pack up the people food, water, clothing. Little plastics for your dishes, you know, to put, cook in or to um, um, serve in, you know, so you have yep. something to eat out of. Yeah, so, it just feels like a little camping trip for the family. Yeah. I mean, we actually have a, a you know, a hitch for the uh, the back of the Jeep that you can put boxes on and strap them all down. Oh, yes. So put all the supplies, you know, inside the, you know, inside the boxes and all, and store everything, and there we go, you know. And we got a rooftop carrier, and, you know. Yeah, you think it's that, all about just being prepared. Uh, yeah, because you know it's the one thing that gets you, especially being here in Florida during hurricane season, and mm-hmm. you see people putting in their TVs, just stereo, and. What good's that gonna do you if you haven't got any electricity? Yeah, and like, oh, we got to It's like, okay, if you have insurance, that'll be covered. That'll be paid for for your insurance. I mean, the only thing I take with me is um, is my laptop. Right, and so you can communicate with the world. Yeah, and um, you know, other things. It's like, all right, pictures, everything else. It's like, you know what? Put them in a dishwasher. Oh, it seals them. Good idea. You know, and all my books that I had uh, that I have and stuff like that. What I did was I put them all in a plastic bag, sealed it up. Put a, uh, then I went ahead and stuck the uh, stuck the opening into another plastic bag and it sealed it up again, and it wrote my name and my address on it. Very good idea. So this way here, you know, they're sealed up. You got your address on the bag, so if anything happens to the bags, and you know, because we lived in a travel trailer, mm-hmm. I said, well, this way here, that if stuff gets scattered, if the bags stay intact, okay, that's my books and all, and it's got my name and my address. And people will know exactly who it belongs to. You know, same thing. You know, put stuff inside the dishwasher, load it up. Yeah. It's sealed. You know, you know what bothered me about this? There was one story that was aired on the news that just disturbed me. Up in, um, I think it was New Jersey or New York. I can't remember which, but a, a young mother who had two young children, and they got um, swept off the road, and she grabbed her children, went to a home that was right there knocked on the door, and the man would not let them in. Yeah, I heard about that. She ended up losing her children through the the wave that hit. 
and he, and he gave two different stories. First, he says that he couldn't get the door to open because of the wind, and she was at the back door. And then he said that he didn't see a woman. He thought it was a man trying to get in his home, and he was fearful. You know, how can you mistake a woman and two babies yeah. for a man? And especially you know? to see the kids are crying and everything else. Sure, and and I just thought, shame on you, absolutely yeah. shame on you. Yeah, it was just sad, but you know, this is a time, people, we have to look out for each other. Even if you don't know them, you have to look out for each other. Yes, and, uh, you know, do whatever you can, you know, and it doesn't have to be much. It's just help give them shelter until the storm passes. You bet, and sometimes a hug does wonders. Yep, and... Um, because we've got a uh, small little food pantry also over at the center. And I had somebody come in one time, and uh, they are helping me out doing some things. And I uh, saw some people come in that uh, were looking for some food. So we went ahead and helped them. And she's like, wow, she's I've never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. I said, what? Because I've never seen the face of people that actually use food pantries. They're just like you and me. You know, exactly. You have to understand probably a lot of people who are in this position that need assistance from the food pantries, it's probably very difficult for them to even walk in that door because they've never been in that situation before. Yep. So, and um, you know, and it's so true. And when I came in and like, well, you know, you've got a small food pantry. If there's anything you can help us with, we'd appreciate that. And so we gave them some food, and uh, so she put the word out, and now our food pantry is full of canned goods and non-perishables. And Wonderful. So, and it's the little things like that that, you know, being able to go ahead and help people out in uh, in some way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, well, let's see. Do you want to go ahead and take some calls, see who we can help out? Yeah, let's do. All right. <clears throat> Go ahead and go to area code 410. You're on the air. Hi, how are you tonight? Doing great. How are you? Good, good. So how can Belle help you? Oh, Belle, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Good. Um, I am working on my spirituality, and I was wondering what I'll be doing in the near future. As far as career goes for you? Right. Okay. Um, just very quickly, and what was your first name, sweetheart? It's Kathy. Kathy. Hi, sweetie. Um, Hi. The first thing that came through as you were talking and the sound of your voice um, uh, helps you know me to connect and bring spirit through for you. The first thing that spirit said when you mentioned that you were working on your spirituality, spirit just goes, she has nothing to do but just to be herself. So it comes natural for you. You know that, right? Um, You've always yeah. been a very spiritual person. You've always been, you know, one who gives and, and nurtures and takes care of people, correct? Yes. That's being spiritual. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's really something that we honestly don't have to work very hard at. It's just doing what comes natural for you. Now, um, Kathy, are, are you? Uh, well, here's here's what I'm just going to throw out there. I really feel like um, you should be doing your own business or actually working for yourself, 
and creating something that um, brings joy to you, okay? Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if you continue uh, working for someone, but to me it feels like there's such a, a shift in how you touch people and how people respond to you. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's almost as if people will instantly recognize that significant something about you that causes them to, I mean, you're a counselor by nature, and people just tend to come to you and spill their lives, <laughs> you know, and and there's somehow there's that way that you have of giving them insightful guidance. Well, I have another year to work before I retire from my full-time job. Mhm. And and I'm trying to figure out do I want to be a healer? Do I I want to do something with people. But exactly. Now what kind of work are you doing right now, Kathy? IT work. You do what, sweetie? IT. Okay, all right. And I just just got done taking um, three Reiki classes, but I I don't know if I want to do Reiki or I want to incorporate some other kind of healing. You know, um, again, I I really feel like, you know how I would call you? I would look at you as being a life coach. Mm Mm-hmm. And as a life coach, it's a, it's pretty much what we would look at as being a counselor, but yet n- not in the psychological aspect as much as you're helping people see that there's something positive in their lives. It's helping people to heal. So does that make you a healer? Probably so. But it's more about the guidance that I see you giving people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are some wonderful programs out there to help train an individual to become a life coach or, as as my guides call it, a spiritual counselor. Uh-huh. And that's what I think is what comes natural to you. So you really don't need the training. It's just something that's always been in you. It's always been a part of you. Uh-huh. And And truly reaching out and helping other people just to see the the good in their lives rather than focusing on all the bad in their lives. You know, you're able to give them options and give them ulteriors to what their problems seemingly are. It's so natural to you, Kathy. So that's where I would see you going, and I think you would also be incorporating at times your Reiki training or any other healing opportunity, but more for you, I feel more about spiritual guidance around you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yes, and and very good luck to you. And and I will say this. I feel as though as I get you into the early part of 2013, you're already doing this kind of work. And I'm talking like February, maybe even into March. But by that time frame, you're either doing it on the side or trying it out. But I see you doing that kind of work and loving it. Ah, that's good. Something I finally love. (laughs) Yes, and that's what we're turning to now. People are are. realizing it's not about the money anymore. It's about being happy at what I do. Right, right. Yes. So by the time you retire, you're going to have already been well on your way 
to your own business. So it's going to end up being a very easy transition because I feel like you'll already have um, the reputation. You'll already have the clientele. It'll just be a very easy transition for you. Mm, Okay. That's good. Yes. Thank you so much. You are so welcome, dear. Have a great evening. You too, honey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a beautiful lady. Yes. Wonderful energies. Yes. And this, she's so natural. She's such a natural. There's no training she needs nope. other than perhaps building of her confidence, but very natural for her. Let's go ahead and grab another call. Let's go to area code 954. You're on the air. Hi. Thanks for taking my call, and thanks for all the hurricane tips. It's always good to... Uh, to refresh those, especially about water, I about that. Uh, hi, Belle. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm wondering uh, if you see any turnaround for me in the areas of my finances and my health coming up. Let's um, let's go to you know they're they're basically I'm going to see them as almost two and the same. But I'm going to kind of address health first. Um, you know, a lot of times when we find that we're struggling financially, it tends to affect us health-wise. Oh, it manifests sure. in the body. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. And, yeah, and so what I feel I have to remind you of is faith mm-hmm. and trust. When we become so consumed with what am I going to do or we start worrying or we become fearful, that's the energy we're putting out to the universe that we're willing to experience. I do understand those philosophies. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah, and so when we're grateful for what we have, grateful for everything that's available to us, even though we do have lack, we're grateful for what we have that brings about more of that prosperity to us because we're drawing that energy to us rather than that of fear. Oh, I definitely am grateful, yes. I I do have a blessing that I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Now, um, are you a a cancer survivor? No, I have a a cousin who is, and uh, two cousins actually who are very close to me that are cancer survivors. And both are females? That's correct. Yeah, because one of them, I feel like I have to call her the cheerleader. Just because she's so positive about her success. Do you understand what I mean by that? Uh, Yes, uh uh-huh, yeah. You know, where she's sharing with everybody that I beat it. You know, she's, and she does. Absolutely. Uh Yes, and um, boy, she does not realize how much she touches people's lives with her testament. You know, so let her know that spirit's aware of that and they applaud her. Oh, good. Yes, most definitely. Um, When I look at health connecting to you, the first place I tend to go is in the stomach area. So I don't know if this is where you're holding a lot of that fear manifestation, if you will, but I tend to go to the stomach area as being an area of discomfort with you. And, um, and again, Spirit states that the more that we can replace the fear with, um, uh, with positivity, 
the the more or, or the faster that's going to heal. Mm-hmm. And then spirit was also saying something else. Okay, um, spirit also states that um, uh, you're holding back on some blockages that need to be released, but you're insisting on holding on to them, meaning I don't want to address it. I don't want to remember that. I don't want to go there. Do you know what I mean? And, And sometimes that can manifest itself in the stomach area. We're in a time frame here in 2012 where we're being asked to release the blockages, and, and not in just in this lifetime, but in all lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And so what we're seeing is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what we're seeing is that we may find something triggers us and we give a, a reaction to it. That's a good sign that there's something you're holding on to that needs to be just released and let go. We don't need to analyze it. We don't need to dissect it. We just need to say, oh, wow, that's a trigger. I'd like to release that. I think I'll release it and set it free. And so they're sort of making me feel like there's just a couple of things that um, you're holding on to, and you need to recognize when they're coming to the surface. If it's a memory that pops up that you're like, why, why am I thinking of that? I... I dealt with that 10 years ago. Uh-huh. But it just means there's and something connected to it that you're still holding on to that needs to be healed or and acknowledged and simply released. Mm-hmm. And as far as the uh, future, um, is it looking, you know, a little more promising than it has been the last couple of years? Um, Absolutely. Actually, the last five years for you uh, indeed. have been very trying. And I really have to pat you on the back because Spirit states you rode the ride well. You went with the, you went with the ups and the downs, yes. And you did not you did not lose your faith. You know that you kept saying this has got to get better. This has got to get better. And, and sure enough, it would. And then we'd go back down again. We'd go down the hill again. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they are showing me, hon, that by the time I get you to May of this coming year. I feel like there's a bit of an increase financially for you. Just a I bit? Don't, just, <laughs> Only a little yeah, bit? <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to say a whole lot. You know, and, and I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know if this comes as a raise from your job or if it's just an increase that's being granted to you. or um, so I'm there is, the income right now. Yeah. Not and it may be an increase that comes in for you or um, just a unexpected amount of money that comes that just seems to be a blessing for you. Oh, that would be great. So when I see you in May, there is less worry about the finances, and it feels to me like I have plenty. I have what I need. Plenty. That sounds more than like a little bit. (laughs) Absolutely. You'll, You'll have exactly what you need. And, and the health will improve. Uh, it does, my sweetie. It does as we, you know, work with blockages, and, and particularly, you know, like Spirit said, when they bring it up, it means that there's something to look at. You know, um, find what triggers you sometimes. And, and we may think that, uh, and I do it too, honestly, I'll be like, well, you know, I think I've cleared all my baggage and I'm doing good. And then one day I just 
bark at somebody and go, wow, where did that come from? Why did I and get triggered by that? And there's new things that pop up to that. Exactly. Your page. <laughs> and it, you know, and it reminds us that there's something else I got to look at, something else I need to work on. And so we're never through working on ourselves. But um, I, I feel like they, as I said, they applaud you because you have done so well. And um, and you are, uh, as they're telling me, you're about to reap the harvest mm-hmm. of your kindness because even though money is oftentimes tight for you, you mm-hmm. never have stopped giving. No, as much as I can. <laughs> exactly, but it's not always about giving money. It's giving of your time, giving of yourself, mm-hmm. giving of your friendships. Oh, yeah. And those are also what bring abundance. Uh-huh. So they've not forgotten that, and that they state that you are in a place where you're ready and able to reap the harvest of what you've sowed. Uh, you don't think anything coming up of any serious nature as far as my health, though you feel that I don't. I don't see be. anything that's coming up as being considered serious. Uh-huh. And and I think that um, now, now did you also have? I don't know if this is high blood pressure or diabetes. Do you also have a problem with the heart or that blood pressure issue? My mother had very high blood pressure towards the end of her life, which caused okay. stroke. Was she was she also a bit chunky build? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Who who would be the lady that's a bit? She's a bit chunky, not um, heavy set, mind you. In spirit. Yes, in spirit. It would be my aunt was quite heavy, and I yeah. believe she had diabetes and high blood pressure both. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. That, that would be it. That would be uh, her. Uh, she, and, I had forgotten it was the mother of the woman who has the cancer in the gotcha. liver. And that would explain why she's coming through. Yes, very exactly. Very bubbly of the personality. You oh, know, absolutely. Very Passing all the time. Person. Yes, very jovial person. And um, just wants to basically let you know she's around. She sends her love oh. to you, and and I think you she might mean in a plural sense to all of you. Oh, and um, her daughter. So please let them know. Oh, how nice. Yes, we haven't had too much contact, and my cousin who is a medium as well. Uh-huh. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so she'd be happy to know that um, she's around. Absolutely. And who's the avid book reader, somebody who reads all oh, the time? Oh, that's definitely me. <laughs> okay, because she's got she a book to... everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah, she's enjoying the books. So that Who's tells enjoying you that the book? Your, your aunt. She's oh, enjoying, she's enjoying the, the books. Book. Uh, yes. She was, strangely enough, she was not able to read or write. Uh-huh. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, we had tried to convince her, and many of us tried, but mm-hmm. she had a will, a stubborn will, and just didn't want to for some reason. She did well in other ways and skills, but she did not want to take instruction or anything. Oh, bless her heart. Well, when you're reading, it's coming through the thought form because, you know, you're thinking it in your mind, and she's getting it. She's she's enjoying the books. And I would venture to say she can probably read and write quite well now. Oh, that would be nice, yeah. Yeah, but just that oh. she's wanting you to know she's in, she's enjoying the books that you're reading. That's nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll pass that along to her daughter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, that, that's very good. Um, also, who, who's having the birthday? When Spirit states happy birthday, it's just recently or soon coming up. 
Um, I have a birthday in December coming up. Okay. And, and, and I that. have a close friend whose birthday is Wednesday, and another one who just had a birthday yesterday, another friend. Okay. okay. Uh, there's a couple Would of they have known your aunt? Um, the friends? Let's see. No. Um, they would know of her but not have ever known her. Okay, okay. It's just that she's stating happy birthday, and my rule is it has to be in this time frame. In other words, just recently or soon coming up. And if your birthday is coming up early December, that would accommodate her why she's saying happy birthday to you. Yeah, it could be her message to me because it's uh, so close. Uh huh. Absolutely. So just know she didn't forget. Oh, that's very sweet. Oh. So look up, sweetie. Things are really looking up for you, especially as we oh. get you into the, the latter part of the spring. Um, I just feel like there's so much more pep in your heart and, and such relief. That would be great. It's, it's yeah. been a rough ride. Yeah. It, it I really do. you, darling. It, it truly has. Yeah. And, I, and you deserve uh, the greatness, so be ready for it. Oh, thank you so much. I do appreciate that. You're very good, Belle. Thank you oh, thank very much. Thank you so much, honey. Okay, have a good evening. Good have yeah, a great night, dear. You. Thank you very much. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Oh, what beautiful messages. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so do you want to take a short little break for a few minutes? Sure, let's do. Okay. All right, everybody, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Don't forget, visit Belle at her website, bellsalesbury.com, and check out her magazine as well, bellesprit.com. And we'll be right back. Oh, wait a minute. Got to go ahead and plug myself, too. Visit our website, bethelightmetaphysicalcenter.com, and uh, check it all out. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. It doesn't matter if you love him. Or capital H I N N N N N. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young. We're all superstars. She pulled my hair, put my lipstick on, in a glass of purple dry. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are, she said, cause he made you perfect, babe. So hold my head up, girl, and you'll go far.
Whether you're broke or evergreen Your black, white, face, your legend stand Your Lebanese, your Orient Whether like disabilities Left you outcast for leader teas Rejoice and love yourself today Cause baby, you were born this no way No medication of violence Being friends and life I'm on the right track Baby, I was born to Charge your phones here. 
Yeah, I saw a picture of that online. That was yeah. so neat. Wasn't that amazing? So there were so many acts of kindness that were done for the sake of helping other people, and that's the kind of positive energy that I'm talking about that needs to be expressed and shared and and rejoiced in. You know, that's what changes the energy around us. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, and, and the odd thing is um, that's how um, Arlene was charged, and her cell phone was going into her car. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she'd go ahead and run the car and everything else. And she actually told me how she drove, I believe it was over a half hour to a gas station that was actually open and waited three and a half hours in line for gas. Yes. Wasn't that amazing? Lines and and blocks of cars waiting for gas. But I remember that, um, gosh, when was it? Back in the late 70s, I think it was, when there was a gas shortage. And I remember you know, working at night from 11 at night till 7 in the morning, get off work, take my car and wait in line, gas up, go home, then take my parents' car and go back in line and wait yeah. to gas up for them. And you needed at least a quarter of a tank or something like that in order to mm-hmm. go ahead and, and get the gas. And yep. um, I mean, they had restrictions on it and the whole bit. So, yeah, I remember I was a kid, but I remember um, going through that. But, um, yeah. you know, she said she, down the road from her a little ways, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, and they've got power. So she's going there and getting coffee and being on a computer. And, you know, here it is. She's sitting there waiting, still trying to live her life. She's out, you know, unemployed. So she's out sending out resumes and everything else and has no power at home. Isn't that amazing? So rather than sitting around and wallowing, she's making things happen. Yeah. And she actually even updated a couple of the show pages for us and that, and I'm like, Harleen, you got other things to worry about. Don't worry about the show. She goes, well, I need something to do. And, you know, she was already at Dunkin' Donuts, and, uh, you know, she and actually knowing, had to wait. Knowing Arlene, she's inspiring a lot of people along the way, you know. She's oh, yeah. A, she's the one that's going to, and does, touch so many lives just by her light. Yeah, she does. And she was saying, you know, how um, it's so busy in there that she had to actually wait a while before she could have a seat. And she got her laptop with her and, you know, running her laptop and, uh, you know, doing stuff online there as well and then charging her cell phone and her, at her car when it was running low. And, you know, she'd bring coffee back. She had a gas stove. And, you know, she's like, thank God, you know, I've got the gas. So she goes, I heat up my coffee, heat up water. And uh, that's been what she's been using to try to stay warm is heating up the water and letting that hot water uh, keep the place kind of warm. Mm-hmm. Because it's been going down into the 40s. Yeah, it's it's been chilly. Bless their hearts. That's it's uh, one of those things that you know you do what you have to do. And you but that you know the woman was like you know she was like you know there was money on the counter, nothing else was taken except for what he said he took. And, and that's amazing. I mean, just the fact that he took the time to write that note. Yeah. You know, one because he wanted to be remembered, but and two was just to say, I'm so sorry, but I broke in because I was cold and I. You know, I'm I'm scared, and I don't think I'm going to make it, but, you know, please do this for me. You know, yeah. and just amazing. And I'm I guess so glad the, uh, Gary survived. Yes, because what happened was, he, you know, he figured out, well, you know, I'll be able to go ahead and, and brave it through the storm the whole bit. Mm-hmm. You know, not a problem. And he heard banging outside, and he's like, what the heck's going on out there? And he opened up the door and saw a wall of water from the bay coming at him. Oh, my goodness. Can, can you yeah, imagine but, how frightening? 
Oh, yeah, he said he was totally, you know, frightened because all of a sudden, you know, he's in, within a matter of minutes, he was already five feet of water. Wow. And it just kept rising. And he's like, you know, and, and uh, you know, it was just, you know, inundating him, and it was cold. And he just kept swimming and swimming and swimming. And thank God he was able to swim because so somebody like me, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, yeah, so I'd love to hear these success stories. That's just awesome. Yep. So let's go ahead. Let's uh, grab another call here. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, you have your numbers is showing up as all private. So everyone say hello, and we'll say hello back. Hi, this is Helen. How are you? Hey, Helen. Hi, Helen. <laughs> um, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Now, my question. Uh, my question was around, I'm looking for a new job, and I was wondering um, if you had any insight. Oh, let me think. Do you know what Do you know what immediately comes into to my mind, Helen, is that um, the job that I see you doing is something entirely different from what you're doing right now. So if you're looking at, um, I don't know, uh, looking for a different company but doing the same job, I want you to tweak it a little bit. Tweak your search just a little bit. Because I okay. feel like I see you doing something very different, but yet indeed within your capabilities. But it's almost like I feel as though you're not being challenged enough. And you need to reach for something that is challenging you, teaching you, helping you to reach out. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, Um I haven't. I guess I haven't found the right opportunity yet. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. true, or um, have that's I missed true. it? No, that's true. And and um, and spirit states to tell you there are many opportunities. So if you miss one, it's okay. It just means you weren't ready for it. But to be alert and open for when the next one comes. And um, and I really feel for you, Arlene. Toward, uh, not not Arlene. Helen. Um, it was just read on there. Arlene is awesome. Um, what I see for you, Helen, is truly by the end of this month, going into the early part of, um, excuse me, end of December, going to the early part of January, um, I feel like the right job or the right direction manifests itself to you. So even though we're going to do the job and we're going to do the work and put the resumes out and and be seeking this feels totally like one that comes to you and says, hey, you know, I bet you could do this job. And so be open for that opportunity because it just feels like it's someone that's telling you about the job. Okay. So let me ask you a quick question. Like, for example, if if I said I'm a lawyer and I Mm -hmm. applied for a job as a doctor, normally when I've done that, people say, you know, you don't have a background in that. What are you doing applying for this job? (laughs) <laughs> exactly. But that's when you express, well, I have experience in medical knowledge, I have experience in this. So if you're applying for a job that's outside of your realm of expertise, you have to be able to look at all of what you're able to do. And then that's what you sell. Got it. So if if they're looking for someone, let's say for an example, we're looking for an office manager, but you've never really managed an office then you're going to be able to say, but I have good managerial skills. I'm able to, you know, I manage my home, 
that's experience. You know, I manage, uh, you know, my children. You know, I, I, I manage the church group. You know what I mean? You look at every skill that you have gained through your own experiences. It doesn't always have to be work-related. You understand what I mean? I do. Yeah. I just feel like I want you looking up towards a position rather than trying to look at something that's lateral. Got it. Okay, well, great. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you do so much better when you're challenged. You know what I mean? It's like yes, you I get, do. You get bored quickly, but if it's something that requires thinking, planning, organizing, that is so up your alley. That's true. That's what my boss mm-hmm. used to say to me. Yeah, and so and that's what you need. You need something that keeps you um, intrigued, that keeps you motivated, and not the same thing day in and day out. Okay. And consequently, you are very good at managerial skills. (laughs) Okay. Does that help you some, sweetie? It does. It does. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So be looking towards the end of December, early part of January. It feels like the opportunity comes to you, whether that's somebody that's saying, hey, I heard about this opening, or hey, I've got an opening, and I really think you'd be good at it, you know, Indeed, a lot of your employers want to look at what work-related experience you have, but you need to be looking at experience as a whole and list all the skills and opportunities that you've had to learn different skills. Sell yourself. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're so welcome, dear. Have a great night. Thanks. There's so many people that are applying for jobs that are outside their usual scope of work. Yeah, yeah, because we tend to be, you know, creatures of habit sometimes that, you know, we go with what's comfortable. But some of us need to be able to step outside the box, and that's where you're going to find greater fulfillment. Yep, have to have that leap of faith. Yes, yes, and belief in yourself. Yes. Let's go ahead and uh, bring on area code five one zero. You're on the air. Hi, how you how you guys doing? Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Hi. My name is Tasha. So and how can said, we help you? You said Patches. Um, I want uh, no Tasha. Tasha, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love that song. <laughs> okay, Tasha, I'm to, sorry. I want to. I have wanted to know about my uh, health and about any messages that. Uh, my spirit guys or deceased loved ones have for me. Okay, Tasha, let me look at health with you. Now, Tasha, have you had, and I'm going to call this a series of little things that have been going on with you health-wise. And and when I say little things, it's like you start out with a cold and the next thing you know you've got the flu and then there's a sore throat. You know, it just feels like a little bit of, like, little stuff. Do you know what I mean by that? Um, no, because right now I'm, like, having, a, like, it's kind of like a chest breast pain. Uh-huh. The lower uh-huh. right, the, the lower right of my uh, breast, like, in the corner of where the, my, where the middle of the chest fits. Right, which is in the lung area. And, and oh, to oh, me, okay. Yeah, and to me that's coming in, like, cold, you know, flu. Okay. And, and when you have... Um, and, and I'm not even sure that this is bronchitis as much as I'm looking at the probability of pneumonia 
You know what I mean? Because there's this thing called walking pneumonia. Where yeah, that's what it kind of feels like to me because I just exactly. had the flu shot. Yep, exactly. And and it just and it's a little thing. It's not anything, you know, not anything to mess with, but not anything to be really concerned about. Although, indeed, go to your doctor and, and tell them that you've been having this pain. The first thing I looked when you mentioned the area was, of course, I'm going to look for uh, what spirit shows me as a dark mass so that um, we can clear that. So there is no cancer there. There's no concern there. But I do okay. feel when I see the red energy, to me that's an inflammation, okay? Okay. And, um, and, and it is the lower lateral of the right, right lung that, that I feel where this inflammation is located. And so to me that would not so much be bronchitis because it's not in the bronchial, it's in the lung, which tells me this is probably an aspect of walking pneumonia or the early stages of walking pneumonia. And so indeed okay. you want to be able to get some type of antibiotic to help combat that. Okay. Thank you. Because I knew I felt something. I'm like, something ain't right. I've been, feeling, yeah. I've been feeling like that since the 31st. And it's like basically after mm-hmm. I got the flu shot, it all brung it out. I know. Don't we get worried about all these inoculations they make us take? You know, my doctor made me take the flu shot, and I'm like, no, I don't want the flu shot. And he goes, look, you're getting older. You need the flu shot. And I'm like, oh, well, if you put it that way, you just made me feel old. <laughs> but no, I'm, yeah. totally, <laughs> I'm totally with you. But um, definitely because I feel that this could be an onset of walking pneumonia, uh, there is definitely an inflammation there. And, um, okay. and a, little, a little dose of antibiotics will help you. And, and generally, you are a very healthy person. It's just like yeah. I said, sometimes it's the little things, you know, that, um, that creep up. And, um, and also, for some reason, spirits suggesting that you do more with vitamin C. You know, okay. Taking something that will help to build the immunity system. Because um, okay. you, you do tend to get tired a lot sometimes. And it, it, to you... It has to do with the changing energies around you or around us. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah, I'm the I, I absorb mm-hmm. everybody else's energy. You bet. And it's and and because this energy is shifting and changing, and your own vibration resonates very high. You know, so it, okay. it does tell me you're intuitive. You have that intuitive ability, and um, so because it resonates so high, there's that tendency to. Um, to take on other people's energies, which is draining, and it makes you very tired, and you tend to get a little irritable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So vitamin C consists of, like, orange juice and stuff? Yeah, orange juice, or you can get the supplements of vitamin C, but really just things that would help to boost your immunities. Um, uh, That would help you to get through the winter where you're not going to be uh, taking in all of these um, bugs, germs that come around. Okay. And spirits, so, spirits laughing. They're like, "Oh my God, she has no time to be sick. There's, there's no time to be sick. You don't, you yeah. don't schedule that for yourself. You, you just go, go, yep. go, go, go." She needs to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they say it's good to take naps. I exercise that daily. <laughs> I try. I know, of course, yes. But I do need, um, coming from spirit, and this is your spirit guide, I do feel like 
that spirit does want you to kind of slow down a little bit because you you um I don't know if you're the one that makes the schedule or that you're just you know you you have to write everything down or schedule 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 and and they're saying to also remember to take time out for yourself. You're yeah, so I know busy. I'm working on, I'm working on that. Yeah, cuz I'm trying yeah. to keep the family healthy but then I'm starting to deteriorate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Because you are, you are, you're so busy taking care of other people, and and you're busy. You're writing here, going there, driving there, fixing this, doing that, and and they're like, oh, like they're exhausted keeping up with you. <laughs> and um, and they also just want you to know, just to take some time out to to take care of you, you know, to slow down some, and and even if it's five minutes a day, just to yourself. Okay. And, and and because it is in that quiet time, they say, is when you'll be able to hear their guidance. You'll be able to hear them because you've been kind of wanting to do that. Yeah, they've been hearing me out because I've been talking to them. Like I wanted, uh, who was that that I saw, like, I think three days ago, like 4 o'clock in the morning? Was that my father in a in a different form of, of, of body and spirit? Um, was your dad really tall? And I say really um, yeah, tall. I'm five eleven, and this this man is coming through as tall as I am, if not a little bit taller. Yeah, because I think he because he woke me up out of my sleep mm-hmm. and he was poking on my body, on my stomach, mm-hmm. and I woke up and I looked at him. I couldn't talk to him, but I talked to him telepathically, and I was looking at him like, "What are you doing?" And he just laid me back down to sleep. Yes, yes, and um, and I also feel now was he musical in some sense? Because I feel like there's a yes, sense of yes, music he loved music. Yeah, he loved music. He knew how to sing and play the piano. Okay, there you go. Because I felt like there's times when I feel like he's singing to you. Yeah, because I hear the music in my head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's the best way that they communicate is not necessarily through an audible means, but they communicate. Their mode of communicating on the other side is through feeling. I feel, okay. and then we hear them in our mind thought. You know, like you said, telepathically, we can hear that communication, yeah. but also in, in our feelings. You know, we feel something. Yeah, because I know sometimes when he sits around me, I just be wanting to cry because I miss him so much. And, I mean, and he's not no. here, but I know he's here. He's around me spiritually. You bet he is. And, and he's actually saying more so than he used to be. So I know. I know he's helping me out. Now. Yeah, closer to you now than he used to be. And so he's got a lot to make up for. Yeah, and something about his, sh- his shoe shine, like he shined his shoes. Yeah, he he was a neat freak. Oh my god! Yeah, you couldn't like even a, drop a lint on his, on his rug. He'd make you take <laughs> the whole floor over. Yeah, it's, it's it's almost like his shoes had to be shiny because he's showing me these. They're black and they're kind of like the I, I call them dressy shoes, but they're really comfortable shoes. And they're yeah. up, and they're black, and he's just, I see that brush, you know, and just buffing over them to make sure there's no mud on them and shining them up because yep. they had to look good. You know, so yep. he's still he's still, he's still doing that. The same. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? And, and you know, are, did you just buy some new lipstick? No. Uh-uh. Who, somebody's bought new lipstick. Because there's a female. must be his uh must 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 be his grand his granddaughter because I gave her my whole bucket of, of makeup and she oh. loves to wear makeup. Okay, maybe that's what it is because I see a female that's 
applying lipstick, and and your dad was like, "Easy there, easy there." Yep, like, his so, niece, his, yeah, his granddaughter. <laughs> okay, well that's just let her know that he's he's seeing it. That's where the makeup came. Okay, because okay, she's putting on the lipstick, but it's a little you know dark or a Too little much. yes heavy there, and and uh, he's he's. He's going easy there. <laughs> like whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, natural she is good. It on. <laughs> so now you'll have to tease her that she knows that her grandpa is watching. <laughs> How adorable is he? He's clapping his hands and laughing. He's just clapping his hands and laughing. He's like, yay. Like she, they got the message across. He's like, she slow down her makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she'll listen to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he talked to his, uh, his, his youngest grandson because I always hear him talking in the mm-hmm. room. Okay, children are so that more, is Yeah, children are more open to hear spirit than we as adults are, you know, because... Children aren't at that disbelief stage yet. You know, um, when, when my father passed, my father passed a month ago, and um, our three-year-old granddaughter was lying in the on the couch in the um, uh, in the living room, and I'm in bed and I'm laying there, and I heard her having this conversation, and she always referred to my father as Great Daddy, and oh. instead of Great Grandpa or, or Great Papa, because you know our, our husband is Papa. And or my husband is Papa, and but she always referred to him as Great Daddy. And I laid in bed, and I could hear her talking, and I thought, who is she talking to? So I went to the door, and she's laying there, and she's playing with a stuffed animal, and she's giggling, and she's going, oh, Great Daddy, stop, you know, because I guess he was tickling her or something. And I just sat there and cried because I'm like, oh. And he always yeah. loved her, and he named her. He named her April because he was born in April. And so he suggested oh. that they call her April, and they did. So, yeah, okay. children are you, very open. Can I ask about what he, what he thinks about the current relationship that I'm in? Is it, can you give me, like, one, two words out of either or, I mean, with one word, good, good or bad? <laughs> um, I'm going to give you the first reaction that he gave to me. Mm-hmm. You could do better. <laughs> okay. You could do better. But that's coming from a father. Yeah. So nobody's going to be good enough for you. Oh. Now, what's his first name, honey, the the boyfriend? Oh, Andre. Andre, okay. Here's what I'm picking up on Andre. I get the feeling he's a very responsible young man. And mm-hmm. and I and I feel as though um uh okay, here's what spirit's saying. Here's a young man who's been there, done that. I've played around. I've played the field. And he's also been married before? Or no. He's been he's in a real serious relationship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and has had his heart broken, and now it's he's ready to be serious. He's ready yeah, he is. To, to be in a relationship that's forever. So he's in it for the right reasons, okay? Okay. He's in it for so the right reasons. So we're both on reasons. the same goal. What's that? And like we both on the same common goal as far yeah, as the relationship. Exactly, exactly. He's responsible financially and he's and I really feel like there's a lot of little bit of cleanup that he's been working on within himself, but yeah. um, his mind is in the right place, his head is going in the right direction. 
And so um, Father is going to say, nobody's good enough for my girl, but Spirit <laughs> is <laughs> But Spirit is saying to me that, you know, this is a good guy, and I really like his energy. So um, uh, you're on the right track with this one because he's, he's in it for the right reasons. He's not he's okay. not a player. Because okay. it's sort of like they, they're saying, been there, done that. I'm glad. I'm glad he passed all the, all the bull. Yes. And that's what took so long for you to be able to connect with someone is that you have yeah. to get him at the right time, at the right place. Place, yeah, which is always hard for for, for women. Yeah, we get so impatient. We want it today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. You are so welcome, honey. Yeah, we have a great mind. evening. You're welcome, dear. We'll talk okay. soon. All right. Bye-bye. Isn't she adorable? Uh, yes, yes. It'd be a lot of fun to know it in person. I think so, too. I think so, too. So how can everyone reach you for private readings? You can go to my website at bellsalisbury.com, and um, we have uh, actually just redesigned my website, so it's got a whole new look to it. And there's a, a big banner at the front that says Book a Reading with Bell. And uh, very easy to do. You just click on the drop-down window, select the reading that you would like, and it takes you right to PayPal. Nice. Mm-hmm. So any events coming up anytime soon that you want to go ahead and promote? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I am just radio, radio, radio. I'm telling you, it's, it's so much fun. I just launched, this, just this morning, I just launched a new Monday morning show from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. called Bell's Coffee Talk. And it's a round table of women who get together and just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Sounds interesting. We'll have to check that one out, too. Yeah, and then on Tuesday mornings, I join another round table with a mixture of men and women, and uh, it's part of um, uh, Donnie's um, morning talk, you know, Donnie's uh, morning show with friends, and Tuesday mornings are my show where it's called Bell's Latte with a Twist, and so it's usually uh, a time where I do a little teaching during that that particular segment, and uh, so that's come up. And, of course, every Friday evening I do my Live with Bell Salisbury from 8 to uh, yeah, from eight to 10 p.m. And then I just started doing online Sunday services at the same network. Can I say the network? <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's Hazy Radio Network. And um, I do Sunday services from 11 a.m. to noon with um, my friend, Reverend Com- uh, Wanda Campbell. And uh, I'm just amazed. This was our second Sunday, and we've opened to packed chat rooms. I mean, people are coming in to to hear the sermon, to hear the inspiration, and um, and they're getting that inspiration and that guidance, and don't even have to get out of their jammies. Nice. Yeah. So, and then of course the World Visionary Summit is coming up. Um, it's from uh, the twelfth. To I think it's the 12th to the 24th, I believe, or 12th to the 17th, something like that. Um, it's the World Visionary Summit, where there are 26 six psychic mediums that talk about mediumship and connecting with the other side, connecting with your guides, and um, it, it's just an amazing thing. And my segment airs on the um, on Tuesday, the 13th of November. 
and that is so, free. That is free to view. Cool. Well, it's definitely going to keep you busy. I, I stay very busy. On top of that, with my magazine, we just launched our November issue of Bella Spree Magazine, and that is also a free online magazine. Cool. Lots of free stuff you do for people. I do. I certainly believe in giving. You know, I certainly believe in giving and helping and assisting. You know, um, what I give out comes back to me. What better, you know, what better thing? Oh, well, I have to ask you, what Mm -hmm. do you see for me coming up? Because I've had some changes. In uh, in which direction are we looking at? Are we looking at romance? Are we looking at career? Um, go with career. Okay. Now I know you're doing the the metaphysical center, and uh, and spirit also talks about partnerships coming in there. Do you understand that? Yeah. There's there's partnerships. There are people that are coming in. Um, and I don't know if I want to call them silent partners or they're coming in to be participating partners, but um, that is there is such an expansion that's coming up, and it starts about February of this coming year around the center. Um, and I don't know what they mean by the expansion. Is it adding things or is it larger building? But um, there's a big expansion that's coming up in February. Okay, that makes sense. We've we've had a change. We um, still metaphysical center, but we changed the name instead of Be the Light Metaphysical Center. Uh-huh. We've changed it to Be the Light Spiritual and Wellness Center. See, I was hearing Spiritual Learning Center. So, and we're going to be doing some classes in there more. Uh, yeah. I've got a woman that's been helping yeah. out a lot. The woman that I told you that her um, her sister crossed, she's been handing out business cards all over the place. Wonderful. So, and we're actually going to be doing. Uh, I got to talk to an owner of a cafe, and they normally close about three, four o'clock. But he's willing to open up uh, around six or seven uh, for us to do like a little um, outreach in the community. Yes. To let people know about the center and all, and talk about spirituality. So we're starting to do some more outreach. I'm doing a big event this weekend. It's uh, Pasco County's um, Harvest Fest. Uh, so we're going to be vending there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we'll be handing out lots of flyers, and we're going to have uh, a bake sale going on. And That's going to be a really big event. I mean, lots of people in the door. So you're going to be reaching a lot of people. And, um, and you know, I also, a friend of mine shared with me a Facebook. Um, it's a website on how to market using Facebook. I'll have to send you the link because I was reading that and going, wow, I didn't know we could do that. Wow, that's so cool. So I have to send you the link. Oh, cool, yeah, check it out. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of us use Facebook as a a social media, but it's an excellent marketing tool. Yes. Yeah, so Uh, I'll send you that link. Cool, yeah, so that's that's probably why you're seeing about the expansion, because we're having a lot of new people coming in. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot more. There is a lot of teaching, not just through um, you, but other people coming in for for teaching. And is there like a big assembly hall that you have in the center there? Mm, no, because we're, uh, we're small right now. At, at, okay. uh, we're only an 800-square-foot building right now. 
Okay, because what I'm seeing is like an assembly hall, and it may just be an event that you guys are going to be doing around that February time frame because I feel like I see like rows and rows and rows of chairs where people are filling in. And and then there's and it's and it's not just you, but I see several people who are the presenters, and okay. several people filing in. And this is what I see in February as something of a grand expansion. So is this a seminar or workshops? You know, I'm not sure, but um, boy, you are just you're you're blossomed. I mean, you are so blossomed right now. Well, we're. On the verge right now, especially on Thursday nights, of um, having standing room only for messages. Wonderful. We've got, uh, we can get about 30 chairs in there. Mm-hmm. So about 30 people, which is a nice little crowd. But we're, uh, there's some nights where we're pretty close to having standing room only. Well, that's wonderful. You know, I used to do um, message circles, is what I called them, in New York when I had my center there. And we would do them every Wednesday night. And and we every single Wednesday we would have anywhere from fifty to seventy people every single Wednesday, and, and people are just they're finally opening to their belief system that this is possible that we can yes. in fact communicate with our loved ones. Yep, and that's what we're looking um, looking to be able to go ahead and do, mm-hmm. and you know we see it. Uh, and I know, and I've been told by many other people that you know you're going to uh, end up expanding, and and we see the definitely more people coming in and yeah. opening up to, about it. That's why we're, do, we're going to be doing some outreach into the community even more so. Well, so, my dear, I wouldn't be surprised if in this coming year you're also expanding your facility. That would be nice. And mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing on um, Thursday nights. That's why I lost my train of thought too. Is Thursday nights I've got um, other readers who are going to be coming in, mm-hmm. so they'll be uh, taking a couple of different ones. And um, you know, I've got one woman who may do everybody, and then what I'll do is I'm going to do like three or four um, out of everybody who's there, maybe five, depending on what spirit's telling me, and do mm-hmm. uh, you know mostly if, if there's a loved one coming through. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not going to be doing like I, I would do. I would do everybody before, and Spirit have been telling me it's like no, you just pick you know just a few that you do them for, and it's going to be um, one of the opportunities for people to actually get a reading, you know, from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because um, there's going to be a lot of different changes, and it's, you know, right now it's just too easy for everyone to get a hold of me locally. And yeah. it's, just, so it's going to be you know it's going to be changing. I'm going to be the face of the center. And helping to coordinate things, but um, you know, most of the time they'll end up getting uh, private. The, you know, the readings on message night from one of the other people who were there. Yeah, because you're, um, you're kind of like the behind-the-scenes coordinator. You're putting it. You're the you're the idea man. You're you're kind of behind the scenes, making it all happen. But yet, I still see you as a part of this this meeting hall that I see this assembly hall because I see you on the stage and there's three. No, there's four other people besides you, so there's five of you on stage, and and this is a big, a big to do. This this is almost like a theater sort of setting. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I'd look forward to that. But yeah, like I said, um, and that's what's going to happen is where you know when you go to these big events and people are like, oh, I, I, you know, hopefully I'll get a message from them. Hopefully I'll, you know, I'll be the one that they choose. Yes. 
and that's what uh, what I'm going to end up doing over at the center where people will be like, oh, hopefully Michael's going to you know have a message for me. And the spirit always hears that that call, and they they tend to come through. Whoever needs to come through does. Yep. So it's going to be uh, it's not who we're hoping to hear from, but someone we least expect. Yeah. So it's going to be one of those where you know spirit's telling me to to start doing readings that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Okay, so it's uh, some good good changes that are coming in there, but uh. absolutely, and, and I'm telling you, by February, this is everything is moving so fast in this year coming up for you. It's almost like every every week I'm going to hear some new prospect that's coming up for the center, or some new event that's coming up, or a new change that's coming up. Um, you're just going to be totally beside yourself. Well, I definitely look forward to that. Yes, this is going to be a busy year coming up for you, my babes. Good. A very busy year. Like I said, bring it on. And how is, is and I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying his name right, Louis, is that his Louis. name, your partner? Louis. Yep, Louis. How is he doing? Doing good. Yeah, because he is one of your biggest supporters. Oh, yes. And and I feel like um, like I want to see him in the center as well. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he's kind of—he is definitely your behind-the-scenes person that kind of pushes or encourages you. Yep. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely does that. And you know, I told him I said the only reason why we changed the name is because still out here, so many people are um, hesitant when they hear metaphysical. Well, they don't understand the word. Yeah. It's a new uh, word to most people, but when you so put by, spiritual there, yep. you get it. Spiritual or Wellness Center, and then when they look in the website under the description and everything else, it'll be like, you know, a metaphysical center unlike any other. Right. And then explain what metaphysics is about and all, and uh, this way we'll be able to go ahead and uh, reach out to them a lot easier that way. Yeah, and I always, when people ask me what's metaphysics, I always say to them, metaphysics is the... um, uh, scientific method of proving things that you can't, or that how did it, how did I put it? It's um, it's the ability to work within things that can't be proven scientifically. I like that. Yeah, that's a good good way to describe it. So working within the realm of things that you cannot prove scientifically, but you know it's there. Yes. Yeah, and when people ask me and all, I say, well. Um, you know, they're like, well, as a church, what is a metaphysical church? I said, well, we believe in a higher power. You bet, same as you. That's higher than us. And, you know, it's a, and it's all encompassing. That's because men are the ones who created religion. Yes, absolutely. So when I tell people that, they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just being out in uh, in public and being out at events and everything else. When you see metaphysical and try to hand them a flyer, they're like, oh no. But yet, if you just change the word to spiritual wellness center, they're like, oh yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, you know, it's a place to be healed, a place to be inspired, a place for guidance, education. Yep. You got it. Yeah, oh. you'll see you'll see a big shift as this this year moves in, you know, 2013 moves in. You're going to see a big shift. And um, roll up your sleeves, darling, because you're going to be busy. Good. I look forward to that one. Yes. Well, let's go ahead. we got time. Let's grab another call here real quick. Sure. Go to area code seven zero eight seven eight five. You're on the air. Hi. Hello. Hello. How can we help you? Uh, my name is Linda. Um, Linda. I just recently had to move, and um, 
not so happy about it, but I'm trying to embrace all the positive or look at all the positive. What, what do you see around this move? Um, you know, Linda, I, I I have to say I agree with the need to move. And and sometimes, and I'm, I'm so proud of you for saying that you're really trying to see the positive to it because sometimes we get complacent or stagnant in mm-hmm. our current location. And by moving into a new location, a new home, it you become inspired. It's almost like a whole new energy for you. And it just seems to be like a just the booster shot you needed to to see things um how do I explain it to see things in a different light? It's a whole new energy coming for you mm-hmm. now are you are are you um I feel like I want to say that the house that you're living in is a fairly good size, but what I feel like is that you're moving into something just a little bit smaller. Do you understand what I mean by that? Well, um, it 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 is smaller because I don't have all of the space. But right. as far as the living space, it's a little bit um, a little bit larger, roomier, because it's, it's laid out different. Yeah, and uh-huh. I I lived here before, and um, I I cared for my mother here, and mm-hmm. my mother transitioned here, so. Oh, um, that was like one of the reasons I I was happy to move, but I'm just uh, trying to focus on the positives. Of, yes, yes, of being and, and and you and you know I know that when we think about moving into a loved one's home and and feeling their energy around you, did your mom have a cough? Like she, she. I, I almost feel like there was something with the lungs, or, or because I hear her coughing. Do you know what I mean? Mm, no. And I don't know if this was congestive, like congestive heart failure, or or something. Because I hear who was coughing all the time. Mm. No, was, I can't. She's an older woman, and if I had to give her age, I would make her almost like I want to put her at early 80s at the time she passed. Very short. You know, I'm a tall lady. I'm 5'11", and she would strike oh, me as Oh, my mother was, well. she was 4'11". Exactly. And and mm-hmm. so, but I feel like there's that, like I have this need to want to cough. And mm-hmm. so did your mom have heart issues when she passed? No, it was a uh, colon. Okay. I just feel like there's. I have to cough. I have this need to cough. So keep that mm-hmm. in mind because it may make sense a little bit later as you think about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But because she's coming through and, and, and I hear the coughing, unless, Linda, it's you who's coughing. Mm-hmm. So keep just keep that in mind because she's trying. Okay. She keeps bringing up the, and it's almost like a, <laughs> you know, that sort of mm-hmm. cough. No, not me. So, yeah, just keep that in mind because that's what I keep okay. hearing coming from her, and mm-hmm. um, she's she's showing me that sometimes she had the tendency to get loud, you know, like when she was talking or when she was um, uh, with the, with the family or whatever. She had a tendency to get loud. She says, "How forceful in her talking, yeah." Mm-hmm. 
And are there also two brothers crossed over with her? Oh, um, I have one brother just um, this year, one brother, yes. Okay, but you have two brothers. Oh, I have uh, three brothers, three brothers. She's showing me two brothers, and I feel like these are two brothers that are with her in spirit. Okay, so could one be your brother and one be hers? Do you know what I mean? There's, she's talking about two brothers. In other words, these are men who are in the brother position to me. Well, she she had one brother to pass, yes. Okay, and then your brother. And his name was, we called brother. We okay. called him brother. My uncle, we called him brother. Gotcha, gotcha. Because she's trying to show me that they're with her. And they're mm-hmm. all together. They're with her. Mm. And was your brother, your brother, also kind of short? And I say short again because I'm a tall woman, and I feel like he's shorter than I am. Was he uh, about just kind of, just maybe a- average, maybe about six, seven, or eight. Not not real tall for a man. Six foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm five. I'm sorry. Okay, five, five six. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Not not a not a tall person for a man. It, exactly, because I felt like looking at your brother that he was shorter than I am, and I put him at about five eight. I was being okay, kind to yeah, him, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, um, and so this is indeed your brother that's coming through. Beautiful smile, mm-hmm. very beautiful smile. Now he also had illness connected to him, didn't he? Uh, well, he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I would see that as an illness, you know, because he's showing me yeah. his passing was not an accident, but a, but of illness. Yes. And he also makes me feel as though, um, Linda, he was so ready to go. He was tired. He was just so ready yeah. to go. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, yeah. He's, he's so happy, and he just wants you to know that I'm so oh. happy. Mm. And he really missed his mom. Mm. So he's very happy to be there with her. A lot to make up for, he says. He has a lot to make up for, you know, for her, with her. You know, so they're enjoying that time together. Oh, okay. I I understand that fully. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. He also says, although he didn't say it much, he says, could you just tell her I love her? Oh, okay. Eyes start to tear up a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he probably didn't say it much or um, it just I don't he know, I just, he used to teach me a lot uh-huh. and he would taunt me a lot. <laughs> so we had a you know a special kind of relationship um, with all my family. They they don't verbalize mm-hmm. love. Exactly. We verbalize, the, we we express love in different ways, but not. Exactly. Not verbally. But, and he's saying to me that, you know, he didn't use that word often or at, almost like not at all with you, but that it, it's, it, and honestly, a little bit of tears in his eyes when he says, could you just tell her I love her? Mm. So he needs you to know how much he loves you. Okay. And he, and he's, he's, your brother is funny because he's going, come on. Come on, I know you love me too. Come on, I want to. Yeah, I love you too. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. he needs he needs to you know and you, and you know he um he I'm a uh, ordained minister oh, and wonderful. um he never like went for the church kind of thing. Right. And um in the end he I also eulogized my father and uh he told one of my sisters if anything happened to him, you make sure she say a little something for me. So he requested that I eulogize him. And oh, I bless your heart. That probably was mm-hmm. so hard. Mhm. You know, to be able to to say a eulogy for a loved one that's so close. Mhm. God bless you, honey. Well, please know he's around you and so is mother and the uncle, of course, I felt come through as well. You know, um, so please just know that they are always watching over you and that you communicate with them, and you know you do. You know, it's just a matter of speaking, and they hear you, and and I think you hear them too. You got Mm -hmm. it, Honey Bunny. You got it. Mm. Okay, well, I'm, I'm embracing, I'm embracing looking at trying to keep focus on the good things as opposed to, Whatever. So I'm looking for something. You've got something that right attitude. Come out of the move. It will. It most certainly will. And and you're gonna see the energy around you is just going to make a great shift. So be okay. ready for it because the energy, just the change, is bringing about a wonderful energy for you. Okay. Thank you very much. And Michael, I always say yes. Thank you for what you do. And thank you, my dear. You're very welcome. You have yourself a great evening, and let us know how everything goes for you, okay? Okay, I will. Okay, many blessings. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful, beautiful lady. Yes, I love her energies. Yes. Well, my dear, it has been a joy having you on here as always. Thank you so much. We've run out of time. I know. It always does. It does, doesn't it? So one more time, how can everyone reach you for private readings? You can contact me through my website at bellsalsbury.com. Well, my dear, I look forward to talking to you again real soon. You have yourself a wonderful evening. Stay warm. Stay safe. Same for you, my love. Same okay, for my you. Dear. And thanks to all your listeners. They're wonderful. Uh, well, it couldn't be a wonderful show without having you on here. Oh, thank you so much, honey. You guys warm my heart. Well, thank you, Derry. Have a great night. We'll talk soon. You too, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, and don't forget, everyone, visit our website as well, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com. And don't forget to uh, join our newsletter and uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, the whole bit. We're all over the place. Don't forget, add us as a favorite here on Blog Talk Radio. You'll get reminders of when the shows are coming up. And know this, if you have not heard it today, know that you are loved. Because Belle loves you, Arlene loves you, Teresa loves you, Rich loves you, God loves you, and of course, so do I. You have yourselves a wonderful evening, and we'll see you next time.